Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the weekly manga podcast where every week we read all the chapters on Visit Shonen Jump website, as well as another collect volume of manga. My name is Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. Yeah, sorry about missing last week. There was I no, was sick. Yeah, there was no Shonen Jump this week, and both of us had awful last week, so we decided to do this now instead of last week. Yep. So we can pretend that we don't... So, so now I don't have to be like, oh, there's no Shonen Jump Sunday, because there yep. will be. Kind of a huge bummer of a week for Shonen Jump, though, last week. Yep. Pretty sure by this point, everybody who pays attention knows by now. But in case this is the only source where you get any sort of manga news or information, Act Age was canceled by Shonen Jump last yep. week. Unfortunately, the writer was caught pretty red-handed molesting some preteen girls. So yep. there's, it's, there's just really no... It was a very cut and dry situation. An awful thing are, you know, prayers to the victims, as they say. Yep. Um, and they said after meeting with Shiro Usazaki, who was the illustrator for Act Age, they decided to cancel it. Don't know if she didn't want to continue or if they told her, hey, we're going to cancel it. We'll probably never know how that conversation went down. Yeah. But it was a pretty open and shut deal. The last chapters aren't getting translated into English, and they've pretty much completely halted the English translation. Yep. The volume two and three got canceled. You can probably still pick up volume one. I got my copy, mm-hmm. so it'll be sad and alone yeah. forever in my bookshelf. I have not even read it because the whole situation has an awful taste in my mouth, and yep. I don't know when or if I will. We were planning on doing volume one relatively soon here since... For both of us, Act Age has been a favorite series in Shonen Jump lately. Yeah, it kind of sucks to just kind of have it go away like that, even though it was extremely popular. Yeah, I was having a very bad week, and that news just made it worse in the yep. middle of reading my Shonen Jump. Interesting how Viz in America handled the situation. They're very bad, I feel, about posting news on their yeah. Shonen Jump page. They did actually eventually put up a banner saying why... Actage wasn't in the magazine, but it wasn't there when I was reading it. Yeah, they had a they had a blog post. They did, and they eventually linked it from the like Shonen Jump page. There was yep. a thing that's like Actage is canceled. Here is why. But I had to go digging. I halfway through reading this, and when we get to rankings, a I haven't uh, read this all in week now, so yeah, we'll see how I feel. But like also, what I read before I found out Actage was canceled, and after have like a noticeable effect. Yeah, because halfway through, I was like, "Oh, ha! Huh, there isn't an act age. Did I not click on that?" I'm like, "Huh? I wonder if it was on, not on the schedule." No, it says there's supposed to be a a chapter. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we will greatly miss act age. It was, as I said, one of our favorites. There's really no other choice Shonen Jump had. Um, yeah, and I kind of get the American company just completely washing their hands of it. I kind of wish they had done something else, but I do kind of get it. Yeah, I I kind of wish they at least translated like the last translated the last chapter yeah it would have been like a slower easier way to say goodbye to this at the same time though it would just be a different cliffhanger that we would be yeah stuck with in the end so if they know hey there's not going to be any more yeah like i understand why they're not doing it but it's just kind of the i mean i i kind of wish something could come of it and I do really hope that the illustrator can find work again soon. Yeah, obviously the victims are the biggest victim here. But second is definitely Usazaki, who is a fantastic illustrator and the youngest talent in Shonen Jump. Yep. I It's super hard to succeed in Jump. It's frequently harder with your second series. 
Yep. So I do wish her all the luck in the world and we'll be looking out for her name because her art's been very good. And you never know how much the artist is actually doing in a comic. Usually more than you think. Yep. Yeah. So maybe she'll start her own series or maybe she'll get picked up by somebody who was like, hey, I, you know, we've got this new series. We've got this guy who needs an illustrator. You know, you're amazing. This won't happen, and she's the wrong style for it. But, like, all the comments on the last page of, uh, or the last chapter of Act Age, after people were talking about why there was another one, was people were like, hey, isn't Hunter Hunter, like, you an artist? <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, man, that would be great. Yeah, I guess I think her style is completely wrong for it. No, but, it's totally fair. But at least I would get more Hunter Hunter. Yes. I would be happy about that. I guess some good news, Viz has announced the American division that they're selling incredibly well in the quarantine. Mm-hmm. Like, they exceeded their pre-quarantine like sales goals. It makes sense. You know, there's a ton of people are stuck inside, so they're looking for more and more entertainment. And, like, I know for me, there's only so much, like, shows and movies I can watch. I also want to consume other types of media. Yeah, they said they were surprised, though, because lots of new series, like, My Hero sold about as well as they expected, but lots Mm -hmm. of new series were selling. And they're like, usually we only really start selling to new customers through bookstores. So that's exceeded their expectations greatly. And My Hero is selling like gangbusters, which is extra good news if you're, like, paying attention to the American comic book scene right now and going, oh, no, which if you're paying any attention, you are. So mm-hmm. it's good that Viz is doing well. I'm really happy that this business model with Shonen Jump, it seems to be doing well for them because it is such a steal on a consumer. And I really yep. hope we see some American comics transition to something like that. I don't think they will fully, but I would pay 20 bucks a month to get all the DC titles and then. Or maybe not necessarily later. all the DC titles, but like a catalog of them. Well, yes. Yeah, so I mean, what's coming out right now? Yeah, not, not the, uh, the entire backlist because DC cut their comic line by uh, or by seventy five percent is incorrect to seventy five percent of mm-hmm. what they were publishing before. So that's some good news, and some other, I suppose, good news. If we get into Shonen Jump, is One Piece chapter nine hundred eighty seven, Vassals of Glory. I don't know about you, Kevin, but this chapter of One Piece made me very happy. Yeah, this it's, chapter was awesome. I think I read this chapter five times. <laughs> Because I liked it so much, which does not usually happen even with One Piece. Yep. The pacing is super good. There's dramatic moments. Like, just the humor throughout it really carries it. Yeah. While while it's a dramatic chapter. Yes. Like, every page turn is on a joke. Let's see if I remember what happened. Kaido is all like, oh, why are these people hurting me when they're stabbing me in my scar? Yes. People normally don't hurt me. And even we were like, oh, that's not going to do anything. Yeah, I, and I really like that moment of him being like, ow, why does this hurt? <laughs> That's pretty good. Ulti's back. She's the headbutt girl. Mm-hmm. And I love that character. So yep. she's in Luffy and Yamato's lay. I love the exchange where Big Mom shows up and Luffy's just like, hey, I'm busy. And then the other guy's like, oh, Yamato, that's where you are. Enemies are attacking the castle. We have to get you to safety. Your father's in danger. And she's like, good. I'm not on your side anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm the I'm part of the ones attacking the castle now. Yeah. And that, that just amazing sequence where Luffy's like, yeah, I'm going to be. I didn't come here to fight Kaido. I come here to beat the shit out of Kaido and Big Mom and all of your subordinates and everyone. Yep. And the queen's like, what, with a few hundred men? And like, sir, thousands of men are invaded, are invaded from the south also. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I did really like that. You know, it was just kind of that you and what army? Me and this army. Like, also, Trafficker Laws here. Also, for some reason, Mark of the Phoenix and Big Mom's son are making a mess of things over there. I was kind of surprised about whatever Big Mom's Prospero. son. Yeah. I'm not sure what his deal is, but like I said, there was no Shannon Jump this week, and this chapter of One Piece made me very happy. So I went back and reread some One Piece. Yeah. And he, we actually did see him, like, coming oh, no, up I on know. his own, and I did not remember that. I knew he was. I knew he was there because I knew he was on the ship that Marco kicked over. Yeah, but it was just kind of the. Oh, well, we see him like coming up to Onigashima, separate from the. Oh, okay. Like not on the boat. Like we see him get up the waterfall. With I got gotcha. his candy powers. I got gotcha. you. That makes sense. Yeah. So I'm just kind of. It gives me the. Uh, well, why is he here making a ruckus? Yeah, like I, I also uh, am like that, but yeah. It's like what's his deal? He's although he did say that he thought the alliance was a farce. Yeah, because so. he thinks they're trying to take advantage of mom. Yeah. And then it ends with Kaido transforming. You'd be like, I'm going to beat you all up. It's exactly like last time, but Odin's not here. Yep. And then Neko Viper presenting, like, also, it's a full moon tonight, though. Yeah. I really, <laughs> I did really like that moment yeah. of, it was like, what? You didn't think we had a plan? It's like, yeah, also, last time we didn't bring an army of werewolves. <laughs> yes. Uh, like, Carrot was amazing yeah. with her. I forget. They, Sulong? Yeah, Sulong form. So I'm expecting Neko Viper. Uh, well, I guess Dogstorm would be a, yeah. mostly useless at this point. You think? Well, isn't that their, isn't that their thing that Dogstorm's the day okay, and Neko yeah, Viper's you're right. the night? You're right, but I don't necessarily think I, that's... I don't understand exactly how that works. Yeah, I had, my understanding was that was more of a government thing. of like They are not literally weaker during the night. And that day, makes sense. Other than I assume cats have better night vision than dogs. Yeah, than dogs. dogs. I do not think it is like a, I only have power here. I think that was a government agreement. I, that, and that could be totally it. Although I might be wrong. It's been a long time since I watched that. Although yes. I did watch the anime and not read the manga. <laughs> so I'm sure they told me 50 times what the deal was very slowly. Yes. <laughs> One Piece anime also got way better after COVID. I watched some of that. <laughs> They rediscovered pacing, and their last time segments are about 20 seconds. Nice. A reasonable length. Although they are at the part where Luffy's in the sumo fight, and they do just add a filler sumo fight to every episode. Yeah. But at least they are animated well. Yeah. Anything else you want to say on One Piece? Again, it just is a, a super good chapter and really what I needed. Yeah, it was very nice. That brings us to My Hero Academia number 280, Red Riot. Now I have to remember what happened in that, other than Red Riot saving uh, Mina from yep. Gigantamachia. And like the weird ending where Endeavor has put down Shigaraki off panel. Sort of. Yeah. Like it kind of, it's like the Endeavor is like, haha, I've beaten you. And Tomura's like, no. But it, but the visual language is like, yes. yes, he has. Yes, but uh, it, that's, that's kind of the setup. It's almost that you sometimes see it with the heroes where it's just like, you know, they look beaten and the villain's like, aha, I've won. It's like, no, I can still get up. It's just a weird cliffhanger yes, image. It like it, the image should be in that case, him getting up on the cliffhanger, yeah. which is not what is going on. I remember not being super excited about this chapter. I think for the same reasons I haven't been of, it's yeah. kind of more of the, the same stuff the kids are there, but it doesn't really feel like they're doing a lot. I liked the, they made the parallels to, the reason Red Riot wanted to be a hero and they think it was actually, it actually was Gigantamachio who was messing around with like, he was scaring Mina. He wasn't actually like 
in the sequence, he wasn't actually doing anything. He's just this giant imposing dude that's like, hey, tell me where the directions to this place are. And she was just freaked out. And Red Riot, because uh, I forget his actual name, kind of got scared and backed down. But Mina stood up to him and was like, it's over that way. And then he left. And so it was kind of a nice parallel to have him come back. And he was the one who was helping out Mina being, you know, like, I'm Red Riot. I'm the unstoppable shield. None of my friends fall will fall while I still stand. Yeah, it just it's not as good as his moment in the Yakuza arc. No. And it's very similar. Yes. Anything else you wanted to say on it? No. That will bring us to Hard Boiled Cop and Dolphin Depth 06 Umi's. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it wasn't bad. No. It is basically boob jokes. Yes. And I think I read this right after the Act Age Ooh. news, so eh, yeah. It might have been. So that also did not do super great. There some of them are funny, but like as a whole premise, not great. And it took me a while to get the ending joke. It is fine, but the fact that I had to stare at it mm-hmm. before I figured out what was going on really hurt it. Yeah, and then that's basically the whole premise for the entire thing. Like nothing new on the supernatural side really happens except Dolphin and the little girl show up like right at the end for basically no reason. Yeah. Yeah, anything else you wanted to say on it? Like you said, some of the jokes were funny, so it was okay. That brings us into Time Paradox Ghost Rider, Chapter 12, Unfinished World. My understanding is Time Paradox Ghost Rider is not doing well in Japanese Jump. And it's getting a double chapter this week, and people are like, either that's very bad, because it means it's ending, or editorial is really trying to push it, which would be good, because it would... Yeah. Give it some extended life. Obviously, I'm hoping it's (laughs) the latter one. Most of the American fan bases. Yes. It seems to be another of those series. It's doing actually very well in America and also China, but it got really, really panned in Japan. I'm wondering why. Specifically, they said the Japanese audience could not empathize with the main character at all because of the plagiarism issues. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean. Which is, you know, just a big culture shock thing. Yeah. Like, it makes sense, but, like, I really liked it because it was of, it, because of the plagiarism issues. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was like, you know, even he had the exact same thing. He was like, what? No, I can't do this. This is, you know, this is cheating. Yeah, and, like, by under, again, it's it's through translation and it's secondhand. So, yep. I don't actually know this. Is it like, yeah, he knows it's bad, so he really shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. It was kind of their viewpoint. Whereas, I would agree with you, and like I said, most of the... Western fan base that it has, which is decently large, is yeah in agreement with that. Yeah, because like the really big thing was he didn't know it was bad at first, so he had it already submitted as a work. Yeah, and it was like it was kind of one of those. Oh, I thought it came to me in some crazy fever dream. Like that happens all the time. You have some weird crazy dream. You don't immediately think, "Oh yeah, I'm copying this work off of this person ten years in the future." How do I explain that to people? <laughs> You know, and how the, how do I then go to jump afterwards and be like, no, sorry, I'm actually getting issues of Shona Jump 10 years in the future, and I've been copying this work out of it. Yeah. Yeah, again, I, you don't have to describe it to me, or yeah. like I said, most of the Western fan base. I just hope the editorial really pushes it, although even if they do, there's only so much they can do. Yeah. So this was a pretty interesting chapter, although mm-hmm. it does have that feeling, again, of I have to do something quickly to Yeah, and I'm hoping gears. this is a shifting gears to catch the Japanese audience back into it. Like he's no now he's now no longer plagiarizing. So maybe that will help out. Hopefully. 
So this is the main character who I just wrote down Protag because I'm bad at this game. Talking with basically the time travel robot. And he's like, hey, why didn't you tell me she dies of overwork? And he's like, well, I've tried like a hundred different ways to stop her. Yep. And there's no way to do it. So I thought, hey, if I crush her dreams before they can take place, maybe it'll never happen in the first place. And you are the person who in the original timeline inspired her to write White Knight. Because yep. you quit and got a regular job, but you quit, but you never quit drawing manga. And eventually you did get a one shot and jump, which yep. is what inspired her to submit White Knight. Yep. So you seemed like the only one who might be able to stop her because yep. even in that timeline, she had the thought that you were two of a kind, mm-hmm. but it didn't work. So I'm, I'm almost out of time travel juice. <laughs> so yep. I'm just going to go back in time five days before she died and, and, and stop time. So she does not die. Yes. And the protagonist is like, Hey, what, what if I whispered you a Scooby-Doo plan though? And I didn't tell the audience about it so that it would be dramatic when I do it. Yes. And he's like, Oh yes. The unspoken plan guarantee. I agree. Yeah, and he's like, all right, well, that's better than stopping time and making sure she never died, so, like, it's something. I've run out of ideas. Maybe yours will work. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Like I said, supposed to get a double chapter this week. I'm never clear on how that works with the translation. Usually, when Jump gets one, we get one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now I completely lost my chain of thought. So, anything else on Time Paradox, Ghost Rider? Nope. Next up, we have Ayakashi Triangle, Chapter 8, Omokage Shadow. This was a fine chapter. Yeah. The setup for it was better than this part, I think. But this part wasn't terrible or anything. Mm-hmm. Basically, as we kind of speculated last week, she's there's a yokai. I guess we thought it, she had created it somehow. I but thought it, it was her. No, I thought it was a, a thought prediction because they were talking about how she had spiritual power. Yeah, I thought she teleported into uh, his room. No, I, I, I always thought there was a two-body situation. Gotcha. But it's a mischievous spirit who's taken on her appearance and is trying to get things she wants, yep. like to make out with this girl yes. and crepes. Yes. <laughs> but do you think all high school girls want? Yep. Make outs and crepes. So the cat has to team up with the ninja to stop her. Yep. It's fine. The, the joke at the end where the cat transforms into a crepe so that she won't hurt herself going, trying to get crepes is yes. not bad. I, I didn't dislike it by any means. It actually went pretty high, but two weeks later, trying to remember it, it was fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of the issue with, especially with explaining our rankings. It was like, I, you know, especially some of the ones at the bottom. Uh, what happened? I don't remember. It goes down at the bottom because <laughs> I guess I didn't like it. Uh, I remember most of mine down here, actually, when I'm looking. It's the middle card for me that I'm like, oh, that no. Makes sense. There was probably some Jujutsu Kaisen stuff that happened. <laughs> yep. Next up, we have Dr. Stone, Z equals 161, Craft Wars, where they are trying to trick the enemy into being cautious by base. And the plan is to give them the Medusa. Yes. And hopefully, again, will lie and be like, oh, yeah, they have a bunch of those. This They probably gave you this one because it's out of batteries. Yep. To make them overly cautious and so that makes it a craft war because they have an evil engineer who's trying to make something we don't know what yep and chrome is trying to make build a big tunnel with his diggerific rotating and pelling land eating loop knife yes. or drill for sure yes i really <laughs> like that he was like i bet you never thought of that before it's a drill god <laughs> damn it i always like that chrome comes up with these ideas and he's like ha i bet you never thought of that nope we already thought of that <laughs> Yeah, it, it's a good joke. It's a bit of a beat chapter, but I do like it. I felt like it, it upped the stakes a bit. 
Mm-hmm. The the drill joke is lands pretty well, yes. especially because you can pretty easily tell what it is. Yeah. Before the acronym even comes up. Anything else on Doctor Stone? No, that's good. Last but not least, we have We Never Learned Question 169. Tomorrow or X equals tomorrow night's Pixie Part One. Hey, isn't it good to have We Never Learned back? Yeah. I missed it so much. Yeah. I don't know why it took nine weeks off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is good. This is yeah, this is this is a really good setup. I really like especially just the kind of it's the romantic meat cute of so Yugiya's Taking he's, his teach, I, uh, like I think he is a teacher now. I he's think a teacher, but job. Yeah, I don't I believe this is like a internship. Is not the I did it a TA, although I don't know how it works in Japan. That's why I wanted to say I was like I don't know if this is specifically like because he's given kind of a shit assignment. So I don't know if it's just you know, hey, we're just gonna stick you over here because we need somebody over there and you're new, or if it's like you're making your way through the teacher program. I don't know how it works in Japan. Yeah, I don't either. I took it as, oh man, everybody was always cock-blocking for Hashi in my last arc. I'm going to put these two on an island yes. where there's no one to stop them from making out all the time. Yes. So anyway, he's doing that. And hey, wouldn't you know it, on the small island is where Kominami Senpai is doing her medical internship with her mother in that small clinic on this small island. Yep. And wouldn't you know it? Their ho- or hotels, their apartments are right next to each other. And what do you know? It she accidentally kicked a hole in her wall. Yes, already. So yeah, it, it's just good. We never learn stuff with. Yep. You know, there's a shower perv wall. Yes. One of his students gets sick, and so he's like, oh, I have to take her to the clinic," which is how they meet again yep. and are surprised. There's mom teasing. It's good. Yeah, I missed this. Yeah, where was it? I don't know. I don't know either, but it's good to be back. All right. Anything else you want to say on We Never Learn? No. That will bring us into Jump Card. Jump card is the segment where we rank everything we read this week from our least favorite up to our favorite. 20 this week. So what do you have at number 20, Kevin? I have Gravity Boys at the bottom. So do I. I don't remember what happened, and I nope. don't care, I think. Neither do I. What do you have at number 19? I have Bone Collection at 19. I have it slightly higher because this definitely feels like, a oh, I have one more chapter. Mm-hmm. Time to end this. But I appreciated some of the stuff in there. Yeah. I do I, like I, I understand. It's just I haven't been liking the ride, so I have me and Robico at nineteen because I really did not like this weird new character that to be fair, I think is only for this yeah. chapter. Yeah, I have it at eighteen. So uh, that's where I have bone collection. So. Gotcha. Yeah, they they're both just very weird. I see those are like bone collection was offbeat enough to make me laugh when you're like and also we need to bring in all the characters from the manga who aren't here right now to Yeah. To be here for the end. What do you have at 17? I have Magu-chan at 17. I don't really remember what... Oh, it, that's right. Oh, I do. I think... Oh, yeah. yeah. New... yeah we, were t- we talked about it yes. already. It went higher because of that joke, which is very good. Yeah. Uh, that, w- that was pretty good. 
but again, I haven't been liking Magu-chan as much, and so this introduction of the new character, while it's pretty funny, just didn't do it for me. Uh, I have Mission Yuzakura family down at 17. Okay. I guess I like the setup for this chapter, but I, you know, put, knocking out the main character when most of what I like is his interaction with Mitsumi is mm-hmm. not a good formula, and I don't really care about this big battle that's going to happen. I mean, that makes sense. What do you have at 16? I have Mitama at 16. Okay. I guess we should say this is the final chapter of Mitama. Yeah. And I, the main reason that it's kind of down here is I totally thought this was going to be a gag and it wasn't So did gone. I. Th- like that it was a misdirect of like, yeah. okay, see you next week. Like it's status quo change. I also thought that. But I did still really like the running joke about how the entire time they're like, yeah, let's just say it's another adventure. Or I don't even remember what the line is, but it's. Yeah, whatever the line was, and then at the very end, they're like, why didn't you say it? And they were like, ah, we got done with it. <laughs> yeah. I, I it, thought, it got overused. I thought the joke landed well. I'll kind of miss Mitama. I, I think there are too many gag series in Jump, like we've said. Mm-hmm. But it was one of the more solid ones, so. Yeah. it's not the. I would certainly rather have been a Gravity Boys that fell on this sword. Yeah. Oh, well. I have Black Clover at 16. I'm sure stuff happened to Black Clover. I don't I remember it. I have 15, so uh, <laughs> um, uh, apparently not that much happened. I think it was the the bad guy got away. Uh, okay, that sounds like a thing. Did he take the, Yami with him? That sounds yes. like something that happened. And actually, it wasn't that. It was a different bad guy showed up, took Yami, <laughs> the bad guy that lost, and had... It was kind of like... It's like the beat that has to happen. They were like, all right, well, we need Yami and the captain of the Golden Dawn in order to complete our ritual. And it's like... Yay, we managed to save Yami. And then somebody else would show up and was like, nah. And then, and then the DM left. was like, no. The, the DM, yeah, the DM <laughs> was like, uh, no, I still need my major plot to go on. So uh, you're just kind of like rocks fall and your characters are trapped and he takes Yami and leaves. Don't don't we get to do anything? No, you're tired. You, you can't do anything. I have uh, Magi-chan at 15 okay. for the joke we talked about. Not on the mics where there is a new holy knight who has shown up to slay Magi-chan and other evil demon guy. And he's like, ah, oh, you're a suspicious girl. We should exchange contact information. And she's like, okay. And she pulls out her phone and he hands her a pigeon. <laughs> yes. Like, he's been well-trained. If you see anything, send a missive. Yeah. And he'll f- come find me. And she's like, ah, uh. <laughs> you have it 14. I'm more King at 14. I literally don't remember. I have it much higher. So I must've found it funny. Oh, it's Choco's new friend who is a queen bee. I remember why I like that. Oh yeah. I, it was okay. It was just meh. I have Undead Unluck at 14. Okay. I'm pretty sure that they yelled, hey, let's do it at some point. Mm-hmm. That's all I remember from Undead Unluck. Yeah, and I was right. It wasn't Shen in that flashback. Or okay. it wasn't um, Andy. Andy in that flashback. It was one of the other dudes on the council. Okay. Because they call him by name. I have Chainsaw Man at 13. Okay. I don't really remember what happened to Chainsaw Man either. I do, actually. But I put it higher. I, I have Mitama at 13. Okay. Again, I, I liked it as an ending. Rize looks cute with short hair. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I will miss it, but only a little bit. Yep. I have Undead and Luck at 12. That's fine. Yeah, I have Hard Boiled Cop and Dolphin at 12. Okay. It's one joke. It's, yeah. Yep. It, it was funny, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have Mashal at 11. So do I. Mashal thought a guy, maybe. Is pretty good actually so it turns I, out i remember thinking that i just don't remember uh, he's gonna it wasn't, steal yeah, the it wasn't magic super from the girl. amazing yeah 
Well, and also the guy that Mashal's fighting actually does have magic ability. Uh, it's probably just not great. And I presume he stole it. Maybe. That's the implication I got. Not necessarily. Yeah. But that is how I read it. Yeah, and that it, that could be it. And so, like, it, I think next chapter will be better because this chapter was mostly Mashal getting beaten, kind of, and then him being like, you know, well, this isn't going to keep me down. Yeah. What do you have at 10? I have Hell's Paradise at 10. It was good. We had the two ninjas fighting. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember everything that happened with it, but it was pretty good. I have Jujutsu Kaisen at 10. Literally do not remember anything that happened in Jujutsu Kaisen. We'll see if I remember when I get to it. <laughs> I, I, I got a 50%, whatever. <laughs> yep. Happened. I have Hardball Cop and Dolphin at 9. Some of the jokes were funny. And even though I was like, I wasn't super enthused that Dolphin and the little girl just kind of show up and don't really do anything. I did like how they were just like there. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. I have Mori King at nine. Uh, okay. Shoka's not a new friend. She's a queen bee. And I have always liked that archetype of like a literal queen bee. Mm-hmm. And like, she's got all these people who just fawn over her and she's just tired of it. And she's yes. like, ah, oh, I want like a real friend like you are. Yeah. I also did really like the joke where Shoko was like, why are all of my friends this summer insects? Yes. That was pretty good. I have Mission Yosuke at eight. I'm, I'm more interested in the family, I think, so I'm more interested in the showdown of they were like, you shouldn't have. Because I kind of liked the... So the assassin from last time managed to somehow like either stab or shoot the main character guy. Without the guy, uh, the weapons guy, even hearing him, he was like, "I like, I could even hear the sound of like silence bullets." So somehow he managed to shoot him before I was aware of it, which was something cool. And so I'm looking, I'm looking forward to the the showdown. I have Doctor Stone at eight. I think I said pretty much my whole piece on it. I liked it, but it was kind of a beat. Mm-hmm. What do you have at seven? I have Jujutsu Kaisen at seven. I really, I don't remember what happened. Okay, well, maybe we'll remember next time. Maybe. This is one of the downsides of, like, what I probably should have done was reread this. Me too, but I reread One Piece instead. <laughs> I have Chainsaw Man at seven. Okay. This is Denji being super depressed after Aki's death and Power Kind of 2. Mm-hmm. They got left a bunch of money, so they bought a bunch of video games and food, but it didn't make them feel better. Yep. So he ends up going to Makima's. Yep. And she's like, hey, I said I'd grant you a wish. And he's like, can I be one of your dogs? Because she has a bunch of dogs. Yep. And he doesn't want to be human because that makes him sad. And that was emotionally affecting to me. Yep. I'm wondering if they, like, she literally can turn him into a dog. I think she might be able to, which is also part of what's interesting to me. That makes sense. So I have Time Paradox at six. Okay. It's just that sense of, I did really like it, but it's still got that sense of, oh God, I don't want to be canceled. Yeah, me too, but... I don't want to take that against the chapter. I thought it was a good chapter. No, I, that's why I went pretty high up here. I just like some of the other stuff above it. I have my hair at six. Okay. Yeah, again, pretty much said my piece on it. Yep. I have Ayakashi Triangle at five. Like you said, I liked the, the cat turning into the crepe uh, and some of the other jokes. So it was pretty good. I have Hell's Paradise at five because the stuff about Gabby Mara's wife like, is shown enough for mm-hmm. me to work in addition to good ninja fighting. Yeah, that makes sense. I have Dr. Stone at four. Even though it is a beat, I liked a lot of it. You know, I liked the giving away the Medusa and again, immediately knowing what to do with it. Yeah. And being like, oh, they gave you one of the, you know, they gave you one of the Medusas. Oh, it's because that one's the one that's out of battery. Mm -hmm. And so it's to make them all wary so that they have time to do something. Yeah. 
I have Ayakashi Triangle at four. Okay. It was good. <laughs> I have My Hero at three. Even though the beat isn't as good as the one that Red Riot has basically the first time he gets a superhero moment, I still really liked the parallels of him stepping in to save Mina when she initially was the one to step in to save him. So I just really liked that beat. I have We Never Learn at three. It's back. Please never leave us again. I know you only got 20 chapters left, but please never leave us again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I Please have just be ending six out of five harem. <laughs> ending seven out of five. Random girl. He had a girl in college. Yes. Love with her. Ending eight out of five. <laughs> Sensei's sister. Yes. <laughs> I have it at number two. It was just, it was really good. What do you have at number two? I have Time Paradox at number two. Okay. Because I enjoyed it. Hey, One Piece is good. Yeah. One Piece was super great this week. So. Yeah. All right. But we're not talking about more One Piece. I want to, but we're not mm-hmm. this week. We read Flame of Rekia, Volume 7, and we will talk about that after the break. So we read Flame of Rekka, Volume 7, more Dark Tournament. We're, we're settling in for the long haul. Yep. Because they're only, they've got at least three more rounds. Mm-hmm. What did you think, Kevin? It was fine. Like you said, it felt just like more Dark Tournament. So it was just like, yeah, more fights. Fuka's back almost magically somehow. And well, I'm- there was one where a guy was like, I will save you. But I don't know who that guy was. Yeah, I was like... Wasn't he the dude who put her there? Like, wasn't he the guy who invited her to the castle in the first place? Like, I'm expecting something to come of it. Yeah. But it was just like this week. She's just like, hey, guys, I'm back. Where have you been? Yeah. <laughs> I was locked in a dungeon for a little bit. <laughs> Happens. That that seems important. Eh, don't worry about it. I had a dream sequence. It was kind of funny. Kind of <laughs> sexy. <laughs> yeah. I'm just staring at this note that must be a typo and trying to figure out what it says. Because uh, it's Datter Glass, which I'm sure... Oh, I know! It's because it was that hourglass that the girl's dad oh, yeah, was stuck with this, in. Uh... Obviously, I just had to say it out loud. I know me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was honestly a little kind of a a bit of a letdown when it was like, oh, well, don't worry, you're my final creation, and it turned out to be just another person that he had like tricked into becoming a monster and it's like well it like initially it made it seem like she was like one of the few ones actually fighting for you even though honestly that was the evil tree dude who was super excited about it but it was like yeah the evil dr jiro had merged this girl with the shikigami that controls hair so that she could use her hair as a weapon like psylocke which is cool but she didn't actually want to be doing anything because he's like, I've got your dad held hostage. So I was like, how is that your final trump card? My final trump card. Another prisoner. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. I don't want to compare everything that we read to One Piece because it's not fair. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking about how One Piece, like, it does this thing all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And it's so much better at making the reader mad so that you want to see the catharsis moment. Even Yu Yu Hakusho in the actual Dark Tournament, the circumstances of the tournament are already there to make you mad. It's more the circumstances they're in than the characters. Yeah. Because most of the characters in the Dark Tournament end up being all right and showing up later, with a couple of exceptions. Yeah, but, a lot of them are assholes. 
I that's an important thing in Shonen is like making these people seem like real evil bastards. And this guy just seemed like, oh, yeah, he's an evil scientist. Mm-hmm. He did a bad thing. Ruck is going to punch him for it. Yep. And he does. Yep. And it was fine, but it wasn't. Like you said, it wasn't as cathartic as, like, Luffy punching yeah, the well, bad guy. Because, again, Odai is great at, like, dangling the villains just out of Luffy's considerable punch range Yep, for longer and longer and building up that tension. And this was just, oh, it's a girl. I don't want to fight a girl. She's probably good. Hey, she is. Yeah. Oh, she's being blackmailed. I want to beat up that guy. Yeah. It's, you know, we don't get the moments of, we don't get enough moments to care about her. To then care about her bad situation. Yeah. Well, and like I said, because she was under a hood until basically we saw her. And with him being like, you're my final trump card. It was like, what? Okay. Like, it would have been one thing if, like, you know, we had seen her fighting. But she hadn't fought at all yet. He's like, the first guy, the first monster thing won their first round by himself, so. And similarly, as soon as she gets in the ring, Rekka's like immediately, oh, you must be a good guy. Yeah. Because you're cute. Yes. <laughs> you're a cute girl. You, Just like every other cute girl that I fought previously, you can't actually be a bad person. Yeah. I did like the fight with the evil doctor and that the idea of him trying to do dragon removal surgery on Rekka in the middle of the fight to get his dragons is a decent one. Yeah. It doesn't go anywhere, but... Well, it, it creates stakes. It sort of works because it kind of awakens one of it. It sets it on the asshole dragon. Yes, and kind of like before Rekka was ready, so he's now got to deal with the fact that he's like, "Great, I now have this new power that I don't actually have control over, and this guy is an asshole." Excellent, just what I wanted. Thanks, Doctor Dickface. <laughs> and it does at least set up the next fight because yeah. evil flute lady comes to kill evil surgery man yes and they're gonna fight evil flute lady next so there's at least a little building up for that again it's a very basic beat of like oh you were comrades and you killed him yep because you failed the master it's not even that he literally is like i am planning to steal wreck his dragons and betray the master yeah i guess that's what it was it it is you know i guess i understand wreck anger but again as a reader i'm not especially mad at her i'm not like oh that's an awful thing to do yeah, like, it was well, like y- your, he, your he alignment was... is evil. That's a pretty reasonable evil thing to do. Yeah, it was like, why did you kill him? He was your, you know, he was your comrade. He was literally planning to betray my master. Yeah, like he literally said that out loud to everyone. <laughs> I care more about that time Vegeta killed Nappa, and I don't really care <laughs> about that time Vegeta, Vegeta killed, killed Nappa, Nappa that much yes. at all. That might be the least important moment in Dragon Ball Z. It's either that or that time Android 20 made Yamcha job one last time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's fine. It continues to be fine. But, again, its weaknesses are real clear. Mm-hmm. And it's hard at this point not to compare. Like I said, Yu Yu show is the super obvious comparison. Yep. And it doesn't have the strength of that. But even then, I was just, again, because I've been thinking a lot about One Piece, thinking about how good it is at making you hate the villains and... That this really needed some of that? Yeah. I've got a bit of that with Kure, but yeah, again, not with but any of the other villains. Because Kure was like, you know, in a previous arc and he did yep. some bad things. And we have two c- characters that are his victim are on like Team Good Guy. Yep. Plus the rival there's a rivalry aspect too, and he's got a neat power. But they've spent a lot of time with Kure. They haven't spent any time with any of these tournament villains. 
Yeah. Which is why I don't really care about any of them. Yeah. And I think going back to the Dark Tournament, there's a a lot of the people in the tournament I don't particularly care all that much about except the the Tagoro brothers because we met them in a previous arc and they were, you know. Again, though, there it's the circumstance of the tournament. Yes. Like the rules keep putting the main characters in worse and worse situations and the frustration is with that. And yes. so you want to see them beat the system by beating their opponents? Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it's not specifically about their opponents. Like most of the time you're like, I literally just met this dude, you know, an episode ago because I watched it. I didn't. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've obviously never read it. Well, I I read volume one, but. <laughs> I've read a bit more than that, but I'm also mostly familiar with the Dark Tournament via the anime. Yep. Anything else you want to say on Flame of Rekka? Not particularly. It's still something that I'm like, I. It's not like I was disappointed in reading it. It's just one of those, yep, that was a 90s manga. Yeah. I mean, especially you compare it to Bakuman. I'm like, oh, I want to read more Bakuman yeah. right now. It's Baku Clock. Yeah, and that's probably just a lot of the problem with, it's not a problem with it, but it's one of those perfectly fine things to read. Yeah. And it's like, I have a bunch of free time. I'm, this is, I'm perfectly fine sitting down for like about an hour and reading a volume of Flame of Wreck and being like, yeah, I'm, like I'm still enjoying reading it. But it doesn't make a top 10 best shonen fighting anime list. No. Slash fighting manga list. It's just very serviceable. Yep. Which I think will bring us into personality power level. Mm-hmm. what does the scouter say about his power level? Personality power level is the segment where we rank manga characters from best to worst. At the very top is Uzumaki Naruto. I care about that guy. Yeah. At the very bottom is that guy who's not Yamcha from that time I got reincarnated as Yamcha. I don't care about that guy. At this point, I almost wish he didn't know he existed. Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not that. There are characters in manga we've read that are worse than him, but we have not ranked them yet. Yes. In the middle, we have Tomura Shigaraki and Buggy the Clown. I do care about them. Yeah, I like Buggy. Mm-hmm. And Tomura. Okay. I like to hate Tomura, I guess. From Flame of Rekka so far, we have Fuko at number 22, Rekka at number 23, Kaoru Kanagi at number 47, Rekka's mom at number 49, Domon at 54, and Yanagi at 55. Does someone jump out of you to rank? You've got Ice Sword Guy, who we didn't even mention despite having the first fight yep. in this volume. There's Kure as well, who we mentioned this time. Mm-hmm. Those are the two that sing to me. Do you have it's a un- preference there or nope. somebody else? Nope. No, nobody jumps out to me. Okay, let's do Kure because I know his name. Seems fair. I don't care about him as much as those other villains who were just talking about Buggy and Tamara. Correct. Do we like him more than Rekka's mom? No, because even though like it, he doesn't have that level of he's a villain I love to hate and... He seems to have just a bit of kind of like all over the placidness of like it was like the weird thing of like, ha, Rekka beat me once, but I'm actually like super powerful. Well, then wait, but like you weren't even at a disadvantage when you were fighting Rekka. It wasn't like something weird went on. Like he literally just showed up and beat you. All right. Rapal is Queen Beryl. I definitely like Queen Beryl more. Yep. A little lower than that, we have Domon from Flame of Rekka. I think I like him more than Domon. What about you? That's totally fair. Domon's kind of. An idiot. <laughs> a bit above Domon, we have Ichigo. I think I like Ichigo more. Fair. 
the only character left is last week's Usama Mikumo from World Trigger. I think I side towards Kure. Also fair. Just from familiarity, but you are more familiar with World Trigger, so. I think I'd side with Osamu just because, again, it's a level of familiarity because I've read all of World Trigger, so I've seen a bit more of his character arc. And I like his growth. I, I, again, like I said last week, I like the fact that he's the weakest dude on the team, but is still the team captain. Yeah. And how he deals with that is, especially how he deals with his own inadequacy during a lot of the, this tournament arc that we're currently in has been really fun to watch him just being like, but, I, you know, like, I can't do what the rest of my team does. And at one point he gets a talk from somebody who's like, so don't. And I just really like that moment of like, of course, you're not as good as everyone. You know, like you're not as good as everyone else. Just deal with it. But be you. All right. I am more than willing to concede to you on that. So Kure Mori will go at number 54 above Domon from Flame of Rekka and below Usamu from World Trigger. Next week, speaking of Bakuman, we're going to read it because we want to. Mm -hmm. And because Stone and Jump has been missing so many weeks for the summer. We haven't in a while. Yep. It's supposed to be a super big issue of Jump. I'm not sure how much of that is going to get translated because there's lots of one-shots and stuff. Mm -hmm. We might get them all. We might get some of them and have them trickle out. I don't know. We'll see next week. Until then, our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fistfight by Tom W. Emerit. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions. And our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt www.lastpodcast.com is our website where you can check out past episodes as well as our my other two podcasts it's a gundam and last time on video games you can also join our discord there which is the easiest way to talk to us if you want to anything you want to plug this week kevin there's a couple of things so right now sony is in talks to buy crunchyroll to buy crunchyroll yep that's another interesting thing of the at&t yeah thing. And it's mainly, it's not that Crunchyroll is doing bad, it's that AT&T is like, we bought too much stuff, so we need to kind of pare down our holdings to, and they were like, Crunchyroll, because it's so niche, they like, we don't want to have it like bundled with everything else. Uh, there's, I'm very interested in what AT&T is doing right now, in part because they're super responsible for what's happening at DC Comics. Yep. Also, they own Rooster Teeth, an entertainment company I spent a lot of time with. They are super focusing on HBO now. Yes. And almost certainly Crunchyroll is going to get sold to Sony and will in some way merge with Funimation or it's going to be merged with HBO Max somehow. I think it's going to get sold because I do I do not see Crunchyroll merging with HBO very well. No, but they've already got all the Cartoon Network stuff and I guess but the like Warner stuff. I I think that's why they're trying to sell it, but yeah. It also depends on how much Sony's willing to pay. On the other hand, Sony has said they want to take over the world with anime. So Yeah, and we've seen how a Crunchyroll Funimation merger kind of works. Partnership, oh, yeah. Part, it, it was a partnership, but like we've already seen that work. So if Sony ends up buying it, then there could just literally be a merger. And if it's along the lines of a, hey, we're just literally bundling them together, like we're essentially... I don't know if it'll be like we're essentially getting rid of Crunchyroll and we're just merging the accounts together. That wouldn't bother me too much. And I wonder which way they go. Yeah. Because that probably has a lot to do with the user base. And yeah, it's a super interesting thing. I've also got my eye on it. Yeah. But I feel like it's too early to tell. This is the sort of thing that 
you know, one exec says something wrong or decides they want more money or something and the whole deal falls through. Yeah. So that was something interesting going on. And then I'm also super interested in, I think it was Sega was saying that they're going to push aggressively to port more of their games because of how well Persona 4 did on Steam. Uh, Sega is saying that? Or is Atlas saying that? I think Sega. Sega's already been doing that pretty aggressively. Sega and Capcom are the two Japanese companies that have been doing that. I find that interesting because I'm playing a Sega. Yeah, no, you're right. Sega's saying it will aggressively pursue PC ports following success of Persona 4. And for some reason, they've got a banner for Persona 5. As far as I'm aware, Persona and Sega have nothing to do with each other. I'm going to look at this article real quick. Yeah. Uh, it was the highest selling uh, RPG on Steam. But also, it's Persona 4. Yeah. but. It just leads me to hopefully more ports coming soon. And then maybe Sony and Sega looking at, hey, maybe we don't make things platform exclusive as much anymore. And like, because I think they were mentioning, maybe we start looking at getting PC releases. Yeah. Look, looking at this article, it looks like in the West, they're already doing that a lot. Mm-hmm. This is more focused at the Japanese regions because their highest sellers have been on Steam. I mean, also, what has Sega been releasing re- lately, though? Fair. I mean, it is very interesting because as a publisher, Sega is interesting, but also as a developer, they're kind of nothing. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm hoping, honestly, I'm hoping for Persona 5 on Steam because well, I like so Persona I. 4 a ton. And they were like, wow, I can't believe how well Persona 4 sold. It was like, I honestly can, especially <laughs> when it's like, yeah, it was only available to PlayStation. And you have people like me who are like, I don't own a PlayStation, but I have a PC or, you know, like I own a Switch, but I don't own these things. So it's like I, you know, yes, there are tons of people who are like all, especially with something like Persona 4 that's fairly old where they're like, I'll absolutely play Persona 4 again on a different platform. Mm-hmm. You know, I it's like I don't want to bust out my PS2 and go find where that thing is. I'll go, you know, use my current thing or whatever you want to do. And it's just kind of those reminders. So. That's been something that's interested me recently because I, I saw the same article and was like, well, I'm hoping for more aggressive, for me personally, PC releases of a lot of these titles just so that I can actually play some of them. Yeah, I, I'm just looking at the, the Sega Persona connection now, and it exists, but I don't think they would have any say in Persona. Uh, oh, here, Sega reported. Oh, I guess Sega published Persona 5 in the U.S., and Atlas just localized it. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So hopefully, hopefully, because Persona 4 did so well, that means we could get a maybe again, maybe it'll be the Persona 5 R gets a PC release. Well, that would be even better. I'll buy Persona 5 a third time. That's a good game. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm still debating just going back and playing Persona 4 again. It's good. Yep. They're both good. All right. That, that everything you wanted to talk yeah. about? All right. Have a great weekend, everybody. Hopefully better than our last week. We will talk to you next time. Mm -hmm. Gotta stop, don't you know, subliminal.